welcome to the Francast. We are here to talk about more episodes of The Nanny. Uh, we love the show and, and we have lots to talk about this week. It's going to be really fun. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and I'm joined by my friend Larry's here. Hi. Yes. Excited to be back. <laughs> yes. And Colleen is here. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Yes. <laughs> fun. So first thing we have to talk about right away is the special event that happened in the world of the nanny this week we had the live read-through of the pilot the special pandemic event and <laughs> so colleen did you get to watch this i watched about 75 percent of it if i'm being oh. honest i actually <laughs> i i yeah it was so yeah it wasn't it was interesting it wasn't yeah. as exciting as i thought it would be yeah I what? hate to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we can keep it real here. Uh, what about you, Larry? What did you think? Um, I thought it was fun for for an event like that. Um, I thought definitely Charles Shaughnessy was de- the best in shape uh, reading while <laughs> kind of g- yeah. getting through it. I thought he did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked was Nicole Tom and how into it she was. Yeah, um, cute. With her costume yeah. and her hair change and just even her face. Um, I, I just liked her her enthusiasm <laughs> and how into it she got. But Renee Taylor stole the show for me. I thought she was so yeah. fun and so funny. Yeah. Oh, she was good, yeah. I didn't realize she's 87 years old. She um, looks exactly the same. I mean, it <laughs> I was unreal. Oh my now she's 87 and then like daniel davis he sounds exactly the same like his voice mm-hmm. hasn't aged at all neither really no. has charles's yeah. but those two i was like wow their voices particularly have just stayed exactly the same yeah it's true if you did a animated nanny show it would there because it wouldn't sound like oh that's an older version of the characters they sound exactly the same yeah and then Anne Hampton Calloway, she killed it. And, yeah. And, uh, singing <laughs> the intro Thank song. You. I was like, yes, I like this live intro. Yeah. That was the highlight for me, really, was hearing her sing the the theme song. That was a lot of fun. And getting, I mean, I have no idea what she looks like. So that was kind of fun yeah. to see her. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So I, I, I would, if they did another, I'd watch, I'd watch another one. Why not? Yeah, I think I need to watch. I think what happened was I only watched like three quarters of it because I was, I couldn't watch it all at one sitting. Uh-huh. I was trying to do it between other stuff. And I think right. that's what yeah. And I feel like I need to watch it at one sitting. I think that'll be better. The most jarring thing for me is that Lauren Lane looks different in a yeah. good way. I love her haircut. I mean, I think she looks <laughs> more fresh and modern now, which she's much older. I just looked up her age. She's 59. Nice that so she did on the show well and those like i said those glasses yeah. were very fashion forward it looked really really fresh i liked that a lot yeah. I was like, wow and i liked that hair color it was like a white blonde kind of color uh-huh. i thought she looked great and that yeah, was, it was fun yeah was i fun. just i loved when nicole tom accidentally dropped her <laughs> makeshift dress uh that she was trying to hold up no poor thing there's like cloth that she draped over herself <laughs> But she was just like so wide-eyed the whole yeah. time. I was just like, look at her. She's just like making yeah. making Maggie just like so over the top, like uh, wide-eyed, doughy-eyed, yeah. kind of dumb. But it was. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I laughed every, every time they showed her. Yeah, it was. It was cute. It was fun. Yeah. So there we go. That was that was an exciting event. And <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, three episodes in season one today. Uh, it's episodes eight, nine, and ten. And uh, yeah, these are interesting episodes. We got a lot of fashion in these three episodes. Yeah, we did. Oh, <laughs> it was not like last week. Every single one, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having to constantly write down what she's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> clothing choices (laughs) so the first episode is just called the christmas episode Mm -hmm. and one of the things i want to say right off the bat is that they do briefly mention the show there's a few jokes about uh about hanukkah and the menorah and uh and a few things but i kind of wish that the episode had 
because she's supposed to be part of the basically part of the family and i i kind of wish that that the sheffields as a family had made some kind of effort to participate in fran's uh french traditions you know like it would have been really cute if they'd had a little i don't know like a menorah on the mantle or something like that instead of just kind of mentioning it being like hey you can take (laughs) you can take christmas off yeah (laughs) <laughs> or you don't have to take christmas yeah. off because uh, we know you don't celebrate it anyway yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know what did you think of this episode larry um so i thought it was an overall cute episode so like so much christmas fashion speaking yes. of that there was just everything she wore i was just like oh my gosh this like christmas wardrobe yeah. um but it, it was a definite cute little episode. I didn't love the end of the episode. It was a little bit much for my grand chart. Um, but <laughs> throughout the rest of it, I thought I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Colleen? Enjoyed it. I thought it was a cute one. I agree about the end. It was a little much. But the part, I mean, I, as a kid, I mean, I, it looked like it was a Catholic church. I can't say for sure. But whether confessional, I assume yeah. it's Catholic. Um, I grew up Catholic and, uh, you know, confession is kind of a sacred thing right. and I felt a little not disrespected because <laughs> personally I don't go to confession anymore and I'm not really mm-hmm. practicing, but my, my father was a really big stickler on it and it's kind of a special sacred thing. And for yeah. someone just a stranger to go in, who's not Catholic, I felt like that was a little, that was a little much for me. I, I kind of wondered about that and because uh, i'm not i'm not catholic but no. yeah i kind of i kind of wondered about that and i think they even say that it's saint peter's basilica in new york i think she oh, makes a joke yeah. about oh you know that's father donahue is down in down in boca or whatever and he has right. to he has to manage uh but but yeah i i can i can totally see that for sure i mean i everybody knows i love me some christmas so right. <laughs> i <laughs> Yeah, I overall enjoyed it and I thought it was sweet and uh, the, I thought Gracie was really pretty sweet and the whole thing <laughs> we'll talk about Fran and the vase uh, it was pretty fun but um yeah it starts out Fran is taking them uh, the, the girls ice skating and you see Grace and her cute little dress her ice skating dress and so then we have them introducing Fran to like Christmas traditions. Uh, That's when she makes a few jokes about Hanukkah, but she's decorating the tree and she puts on the tinsel too early. And I actually feel very strongly about this. And people who listen to the Hallmarkies podcast know that I think there is a definite order to how you decorate a tree that makes it look way better. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yes, because what you want to do is you want to have just some, uh, just some plain uh, bulbs, some plain uh, uh, ornaments in the deep down in the tree. You want to reach in. You want to get it as far back as you can, and that should be your very first. Because my my tree, I just have I have silver and gold balls that I have way in the back because toward the toward the core of the tree because it just makes everything look so much more like lush and full and beautiful <laughs> and then you put on the uh the next kind of level like i have these icicles i put those on and you, you wait until the very end to put on the the specialty ornaments that's the last step so if you have like an ornament of new york city or something like that that's that's the very last <laughs> that you do <laughs> otherwise it just doesn't look as good it looks like it's all just kind of placed on the outside and uh so i agree with mr sheffield on this very much so <laughs> don't put the you don't put the tinsel on first for sure <laughs> so you're yelling at fran right along yeah, with the family like, no. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah and and so basically we find out that uh that uh, mr sheffield is going to be gone because they're doing this benefit at the in D- washington dc i think 
uh, and uh, they uh, they they are going to celebrate Christmas early. And this is very upsetting to Grace. And this is not a problem. This part is not a problem for me because we almost always celebrate Christmas at weird times at my house. <laughs> yeah. Because because usually my uh, my parents are going to visit one of the family, one of my siblings with, with kids, with grandkids. And so I'll either end up celebrating Christmas either late or early, <laughs> one yeah. or the other. And... Uh, but you know i guess maybe for kids and to fran it's kind of upsetting because she has this very idealized view of what you know what christmas is supposed to be like and also the fact that the kids don't believe in santa that's very upsetting to her <laughs> and i don't know what do you think uh colleen about uh fran getting kind of introduced to christmas i mean i don't know if the chef fell to the ideal it's not an i i mean you have a beautiful tree and a beautiful home but it's not an idyllic Christmas and the sense of the emotional part of it because I mm -hmm. feel like Maxwell's always so disconnected. I know that's how he's written but uh, for me I mean Christmas is not just the lights and the ornaments of the tree and the presents obviously and the food it's the family around it and I live up I, you know my family's in Ohio mm -hmm. most of it and I don't see them every year so it's, I, I take advantage of the times I am home it's usually every other year is when I go back and when I'm not there, I go with friends or whatever. It's not the same, you know, and that's mm -hmm. fine. I mean, it's just more cost effective for me to not travel every year back yeah. to Ohio. But um, I, I don't know if it was the ideal introduction, but I, I thought she was a, she was a good sport with it. But the Santa thing just, I don't, I don't remember when I stopped believing in Santa. Do you guys? <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess we should, should older we, than should, Gracie. Yeah, I was probably like eight or nine, maybe. I don't know. That's my guess. Should we have put like a a, a warning? <laughs> Small children warning. Oh, I'm this. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> you're a small child, and you're listening. <laughs> is crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Also, if you're a small child, I am, I'm sorry. I had a momentary lapse in memory. <laughs> COVID is getting to my brain. We've just traumatized children across across the globe during the pandemic. Terrible. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of all this kind of this introduction to Christmas for 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 Fran, Larry? Yeah, I also am not really, <laughs> I think this is because I'm not really a big holiday person, is, I don't know, I, I don't think it's that uncommon for families to celebrate on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, you, you know, especially, uh, I, I don't know, we used to, so I guess uh, my case was also a little bit different growing up because I obviously had like Christmas with my grandma and then I would go and visit my mom and, and, or my dad because they've been separated so I, I kind of had two to three Christmases uh, <laughs> depending plus like parties and stuff so my main Christmas like would usually be with my grandma opening presents and everything always on Christmas Eve and that was kind of like my home Christmas so I don't know I guess I just don't find it as jarring either mm -hmm. but especially if you're getting into it and this is like your first year celebrating Christmas. Yeah. You're going to be like, uh, what? And finding out, yeah, the kids pretty much have, are, are too grown up for all the, the Christmas myths and joys yeah. and they, they even, know all about the Christmas shopper. Yeah. Then, there's a shopper. <laughs> I like uh, that. Fran says a personal shopper is so impersonal, although not a bad career choice. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty good. And <laughs> uh, that, uh, so basically uh, Fran kind of tells, he, she tells Maxwell that uh, you're doing Christmas all wrong and uh, and that he needs to find gifts from the heart and so he says okay i'll go over to fao schwartz <laughs> which is a time capsule because i don't think that even exists anymore if i'm not mistaken i think they're out of business but there used to be a a fao schwartz in san francisco that had this uh, there was two stories of just toys and 
I remember I, I got my first Mount Alexander doll there, and it was just like the most exciting place, except for Disneyland. <laughs> oh, well, I only went to the New York one once, and I don't, I was older, so it didn't have yeah. meaning to me. Yeah, it was like, there's a second story. This is so exciting. <laughs> you haven't seen, it's not F.A.O. Schwartz, but I don't know if you've come to the American Girl store here in L.A. Oh. That is two story. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Even as an adult woman without children, I'm like blown away <laughs> by the American Girl store. It's amazing. Oh, now I wish I had gone in because I passed by oh, it. I was just in Grove? L.A. for my birthday. Yes, and we oh, were at Grove. You have to go. Like oh. right across the street from the Britney Spears exhibit that I was going to. Oh, <laughs> it's the it's Grove. And so we were just killing time walking around waiting to, you know, be able to check into our, our Airbnb. And I saw it there, but we didn't go in there. Now I'm like, ah, oh, I should have went in there. Oh, it's like amazing. My sister and I discovered it. My sister's just turned 60 the other day and we discovered it a few years ago and we're like, oh, it's amazing. Like the, how much money you could blow on a doll and all the accessories and the furniture and everything you could think of, Rachel. I don't know if you know a lot about American Oh, girls. yeah. No, I had Molly and Samantha. Oh, you did? Up. Oh, yes. then yes. you have to, next time you come to LA, <laughs> it's on your list. Now you they have so it. many. It used to just be like Molly, Samantha, Chris, Kirsten, oh, there's... and like Felicity. There were, there were a few. And then now it's just like everyone has one <laughs> there's like you one for every bring human it. you could have your doll's hair done at the doll salon and if your doll has an injury you could take it to the doll hospital <laughs> they sell wheelchair i mean they sell dolls yeah. for disabled it's really cool yeah no it is it is it is really cool anyway sorry. um but uh, <laughs> but it, it so yeah gracie says well do you believe in santa claus and and uh francis i believe in anyone that delivers <laughs> <laughs> i like that and we find out about this whole thing with uh the mr sheffield gives these christmas bonuses and and so and you know niles is is super uh being extra <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra attentive i'll say uh during that and, and he because he kind of resents christmas because it means all the more work for him and uh, he even says, can I convert <laughs> at one point? Uh, and, uh, and so Fran is running low on money. And she even, she gets the, the presents that she gets for everybody. She writes them on bad checks. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of a, I feel like a bit of a, a thing from the past. Yes, definitely. Because <laughs> nobody uses checks anymore. Yeah. They have their little Christmas. And <laughs> I love the whole scene when Maggie gets her the, the present. She's like, it was from the heart. And then Fran opens it. She's just going to like, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's uh, a pajama holder. What does that even mean? Why do you need a pajama? a pajama hole i definitely think we were all with fran there like uh what is that oh, beautiful thanks i love it i i did love that that uh mr sheffield got grace that scream uh, that was hilarious and that was like a, a callback to one of the previous episodes too, yeah because she had mentioned it when they were going to the museum i think or or i think, I think it was, it was imaginary the was it imaginary friend yeah Talk about her uh, therapist and yeah. so they were i thought that was so cute and i love how she punched it <laughs> she, when yeah. he was like no i can't stay and she just like punches it down and goes and sits on the couch <laughs> yeah and then you see uh that fran first sees niles check and she's like whoa you know like four 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 figures or whatever in yeah. and, and then uh <laughs> and, and then she gets this vase this vase from Mr. Sheffield, and that is so funny the way she's like looking in it to see if there's more. <laughs> yeah, like looking around. Oh, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and I do think that the whole scene with uh, Val and Fran at the pawn shop is really funny. Mm -hmm. and, and we find out that Val is a plumber's daughter, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> and and she val kind of spits it all out and and she's like that is why you cannot you can never find a partner for bridge <laughs> <laughs> that was good and uh and so 
Then we have uh, the uh, Mr. Shuffle says, I hope that you cherish the vase as the children cherish you. <laughs> so then she goes back and she pawns her grandma's watch or mother's uh, grandmother's yeah watch mm -hmm. in order to get the uh to get the vase back and <laughs> and then uh you have niles uh <laughs> he says that he tells cc oh i did forget one old bag <laughs> yes <laughs> And uh, he also gives Fran the Bible at the church and says, this ought to bring you up to date. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was, that was like my favorite. No, I was lying to it. Oops. It seems I did miss one old bag <laughs> yeah. when Cece walks in the door. <laughs> and, and it ends up their flight is delayed. So, so, um, and that's something you could, you could never have that whole plot line now. Like leaving the airport because you have to go back through all the security. Oh oh, no. There's no way for three hours that you would do that. And and uh, so he leaves. And I did like Niles' line. We found out that uh, that Cece is uh, flying by her. So she says, "There goes the friendly skies." Skies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, she should be up in the air by now." Um, there goes yeah. the friendly sky. <laughs> And uh, and so yes, we have this whole scene with her and confessional, and I mean I don't know. You should are is anybody allowed to go into confessional? Like if they want. I mean, I guess you could walk in, but I don't feel like there's a. Yeah, I mean, you could walk in up the street and go to mass <laughs> and walk into confessional when they have yeah. hours. It's not open all the time either. Usually it's open before mass, like that was. Mm. And, I mean. You could, but like, I feel like there's yeah. a Catholic guilt. There's a guilt thing there. It's a conscience <laughs> thing that would get to me. Like, I'm not going to be a stranger just walking into this confessional. Yeah. And there are some prayers you kind of, need to you know, kind of, kind of, kind of should know. I mean, I don't remember them now, but. Right. <laughs> well, and then you have Mr. Sheffield go into the the box with her, like yeah. the confessional. You know, <laughs> he goes you inside could, too. And you could do face to face or like, you know, no screen. So you can like you have a screen so they don't see you that kind of thing. It's weird. Like yeah. confession isn't. I we can have a whole podcast about confession, <laughs> but it's on. I I stopped going after eighth grade because I was forced to do it because I went to Catholic oh. school, and I, I yeah. didn't care for it. I didn't like telling God. <laughs> it was an odd experience. And then I, you know, you'd get chastised by certain priests, mm -hmm. and then you oh. hear about things that happen. I hate to say it, and not to get too gross or weird, but like. So much with these the behavior the priest is not perfect you hear now so i didn't like yeah i mean i don't know anything about that at all but uh but yeah i get what i i think that it did feel Weird. a little irreverent to me yes that's the right word it was just irreverent and then the 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 santa that cc is very rude to <laughs> um and i don't know why you'd have a a bell ringing santa uh, inside like you know what i mean like inside the the um the the gate like you do have usually they're in like a pub more people coming they, and going put them the at place. airports i, mean, I, I guess i never airport. i was like i never fly around christmas time i, no. I have flown up you know every other year for the last yeah, I was like, years do they now. put santa claus at the airport <laughs> that, that seems like a, a horrible place actually to put santa yeah santa i mean if there were it's not pleasant. Like you like yeah. getting to where you're going, and traveling itself can, is fun. But the airport experience it's, is not pleasant. It's when you're right. kind of on edge. You're like trying yeah. to. You don't want some Santa Claus standing <laughs> there ringing a bell. Yeah. I would probably be like CC. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, especially you wouldn't want to be at a gate because the gate people are just like you want. If you're a bell ringing Santa, you want people. You want to be in a spot where people are coming and going, yeah. so that you have a chance to get donations from as many people as possible <laughs> Not people as a just gate. sitting there for hours yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't think that was a good plan on that santa but evidently susie <laughs> susie <laughs> let him have it and he's there in the hospital room and uh and uh the end as you said uh they go hey uh we don't want to spend christmas alone or whatever 
and they look over and santa is gone and they're looking outside the window and it's magical and whatever and then you see a, a little like merry christmas from the nanny oh yeah <laughs> i always find it so weird so one of the weird parts about that to me is like where she closes the back of mr sheffield's gown oh yeah and part of me is just like what in the world who would just be laying there and let him just be laying there like that with his children sitting right (laughs) you know that you wouldn't pull the blanket you know the doctor or the nurse before anyone came in would have pulled the the blanket up i clearly wasn't so that was one of those moments i was just like oh gosh uh but (laughs) yeah it was exclusively for the joke it made no sense like in reality i agree with his kids sitting there okay all three of these episodes i thought were more saucy were for more sure. than uh than the previous ones yeah sure. yeah some of the lines i really liked in this one um we mentioned that i did like not <laughs> the, um when fran is like questioning him and he's like did you think the keyholes polish themselves and then i like when they come back at that later and he's like no more polishing keyholes for you um <laughs> when she, they ask her about like what she wears to bed or something uh i'm not like oh um i also liked fran <laughs> when he asked her don't you have a credit card she's like not since my little run-in with edward sister <laughs> oh yeah i love that when i wrote it down <laughs> yeah and then i forgot what they said about santa claus but i like that she's like well the man gets out of the house once a year live and let live <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when Gracie's like, oh, does Santa Claus wear red lipstick? Because, you know, she brings yeah. up the cookies. Like, oh, look, Santa took oh, a bite. Yeah. And Gracie's like, does he wear red <laughs> lipstick? She's like, eh, the man gets out of the house once a year. Live in the <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so we have a lot of fashion on oh this episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the so, greens, the olives, the reds. <laughs> so it starts out with a gray turtleneck. Uh, like, I did not realize until I started paying attention that she wears a turtleneck in always. almost every every outfit yeah like that oh, was always a turtleneck <laughs> always a turtleneck but it's a gray turtleneck with a black jacket with white embroidery and and a black skirt uh in that when it first starts when she's taking them to skating uh-huh. and and then uh and then we have a red turtleneck with a green shiny blouse oh. with a red and green print vest oh, terrible. <laughs> with gold buttons and a red skirt and then those like red paisley, tights wasn't it, wasn't yeah. it like a paisley design it was so bad it was really bad <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i don't know why those tights like took me out too with those red <laughs> tights i was like whoa i don't know this whole outfit is just out there yeah she was going crazy with pantyhose in this uh oh my goodness because uh, then she had a black turtleneck with a pink coat that she wears briefly and then she takes off the coat and there was a vest with green yellow black pink and purple diamonds <laughs> and gold buttons of course and a green skirt there was like this olive green skirt she wore yeah it was the times. olives that was weird to me too i don't know why because she kept doing like off greens like they were never yeah she just was really wearing some weird greeny gold tones yeah. a lot in the colored type is too much i mean yeah. i think the most i've ever worn in my life was like a gray color like that's it yeah. i never on black gray you know nude that was like all yeah. i ever wore <laughs> well yeah and that's one thing that has totally changed i mean it used to be that if if you went out in a uh public place uh if any kind of skirt or when you wore nylons you had nylons mm-hmm. on that was just a thing and and now i feel like that's nobody yeah. wears nylons anymore no way. <laughs> thank goodness they're such a pain <laughs> thank goodness oh, they're the worst they are the worst <laughs> and they, you always had when i bought i was in those weddings i was in you always had to buy a, a second pair especially if they picked a weird yeah. color you always had to buy a second pair oh because they run you put and you had to have nail polish clear yeah. nail polish yeah. <laughs> you know that, nail polish stops to run yeah i did know that actually <laughs> We, we had to wear and now the they don't have the rule anymore but when i was on my mission for my church all the sister missionaries were required to wear nylons at oh. all times unless you were in a really really hot climate mm-hmm. uh then you weren't then you didn't have to uh but 
but oh, it was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I hated him so much. <laughs> but, have lunch. I haven't worn. I can't remember the last time I put on hose. It has been years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a it, it furthered the uh, the uh, the women's movement more than almost anything else in my book. <laughs> Getting rid of the the Getting rid of nylons. Oh. <laughs> But uh, but I mean, a certain generation they they would absolutely swear by them. Yeah. That they. <laughs> but um, but then the weirdest one I thought actually was her weird Christmas robe. Oh, this is, I put was, down Mrs. Claus robe. <laughs> oh yeah. So odd. Like it had like it was a cranberry kind of color, but it had this weird lace on it, and it just looked yeah. like. What did we all of a sudden are we in Downton Abbey or something? What is going on with this weird rope? Yes. It was so strange. Yeah. And, it was over the top, but I actually really liked that big peffy poofy red coat she wore to the yeah. to yes. the um what the, the pawn shop. I was like, yeah. oh I like this this big old coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I like. Some of the coats are okay. Yeah. yeah. The overcoats. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, yeah. When she takes them off, that's when it's like, oh, because there's another coat in the eleventh or the tenth episode. I really like too. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh. Oh, and there's one coming down, way, way coming down. This, 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 uh, uh, orange, uh, giant orange faux fur coat that uh that i i i remember cc saying this somebody have to kill a muppet (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah the next one was uh why she has this white shirt with this like kind of lace sort of it's sort of fluffy it's a puffy shirt kind of yeah but there's this lace and and then a red skirt and then this giant red fur coat and (laughs) uh and then she also had a weird purse I usually don't notice her purse but it was a it was kind of it looked sort of like an antique yeah like embroidery. a book like yeah. my grandmother used to use with yeah snaps at the top mm-hmm. right and then yep. did it have snaps or did it have a fold over anyway, I, I think it had snaps yeah my grandmother clicked. had something like that yeah. it like clicked together yeah. i think and yeah she's no. in the pawn shop with this giant <laughs> And then she had that like red and green jacket sweater uh, thing with like yeah. the sleeves being um, green and yeah, uh, I, I I didn't know exactly how to describe that. I I wrote down a white shirt. It's the same I think white yeah. shirt with the lace and it was a little bit more of a lacy version of the pirate shirts she wore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it had uh, then it had yeah. I I just said a red bodice. The yeah. gold buttons of course you gotta have gold Ugh. and uh and then red skirt and green velvet sleeves sleeves yeah with, it was a- <laughs> with green pantyhose yeah. <laughs> it was just it was very odd i was like wow she really swung for the christmas theme uh this whole episode but very few actually really worked out yep and so she ends up getting her bonus after all from uh for Mr. Sheffield, so it's all good. And so this one, I would probably give it like a six. Yeah, it was fun enough. It was fine. Yeah, that's a good score, six, six and a half. Okay, so next is called Personal Business. And so this one, uh, I was curious. So we've got this, they're trying to cast this, uh, this soap opera actor, Brock Storm. And (laughs) I, yeah, I know. But I was curious what you guys think is the sort of modern equivalent of a soap opera actor. Because yes, we have some soap operas, but they're way less of a fandom now. Than, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. 90s. It's like yeah. I, I very vaguely still know what's going on in Days of Our Lives. Right. Thanks to so my you grandmother. know that actor, right? You know, you know that actor, don't you? Know I, I don't. Oh, do you know that actor, Larry? We yeah, can talk was- about him yeah I, mean, I, lo- I knew him from general hospital but i also knew he was on days yeah he was on days <laughs> oh, really yeah we'll talk about him yeah we'll talk about him when this time that's goes. funny um yeah i don't know maybe like i would definitely say probably more of a uh, i don't know because even like i don't know like a mcdreamy type like someone off of a show mm. like that maybe like yeah. a Grey's anatomy or something yeah i guess and even uh, that has lost its steam so i'm trying to think of like what's what's going well, I mean, right now 
I mean, I, I don't even know on streaming what would be in a Like, I initially thought well, somebody on reality TV, but e- even that maybe feels a little more like 2005, 2000, you know, like when, when, uh, but because I mean, the people. Because the streaming is all really young. Like, you know, I would yeah. think those is those, like the teen heartthrobs and stuff. <laughs> right. I yeah. I can't think of anybody right off the top of my head that mm-hmm. is really big name. Yeah. Or... It's true that I think maybe now it would be sort of a nostalgic yeah. kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Jonas brother or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, yeah, that was my initial thought was somebody on a reality TV, like The Bachelor or something like that, maybe. Yeah, maybe The Bachelor, because they do, you know, they are touted up as like, you know, these dreamy guys, and they do get ratings still. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. The Bachelorette, too. But I feel like The Bachelor more so, because again, it's it's a high female audience. So yeah. they're, they're not watching The Bachelorette, like swooning over The Bachelorette necessarily, <laughs> as they are with The Bachelor. Yeah, but, yeah. So it, they're trying to get this, uh, this, um, this star to of the soap opera to come, and I did think that it was really funny. Sort of all the commentary about the soap opera as they're watching it. Oh, you know yes. that that <laughs> you got like the 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 there's like well she's obviously pregnant and he's like he's been in a coma you know i don't that i thought that was all pretty funny yeah. yes because it's so like it's true like that's how i don't know the i stopped watching soaps about five years ago but oh it's like that most of my watching days it's some crazy stuff went down yeah i had a brief period uh where i can't even remember which show it was where I, my friend got me into watching this insane storyline <laughs> where, where a woman had been cloned. Well, no, she had been lost at sea. And so then her husband cloned her and, and then she returns and like faces off against the clone. And that was pretty fun. I like that. <laughs> I don't know what episode. I don't know what network that would have been. Yeah, on. I think it was Bold and the Beautiful, but I'm not oh, sure. See, I never watched that. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold me to that. But you could have had. I know there was like people with split personalities. One character yeah. would like to live had like 25 personalities. <laughs> you know, there were long lost dead sisters and brothers. That come yeah. And- I mean, I think honestly, the closest we have to that now is is Hallmark. Is, is as far as well, right and all the hallmark all the soap people co- are on hall i mean I, we yeah. talked about that one time how many i mean like, yeah we get him 30 plus actors on hallmark that are now in rotation that were so yeah oh no it's them. true even just this last weekend you know natalie hall was on soap yes. opera i guess um, i don't i don't think of hallmark as being so outlandish i guess <laughs> when i think of these outlandish scenarios i think of lifetime still I, well um, yeah, yeah. When I think of people turning and fighting their clone or something, (laughs) I would think of Lifetime. A a reality show, like something like on TLC, you know, something you'd see on TLC. Just this sense of romantic escapism. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's a cozy version of it. (laughs) Lifetime's the opposite. They want to they want they want to put you on edge with the romance. Like, don't trust him. Don't trust him, girl. (laughs) Could turn at any moment. He's after something. That's like a fail attraction romance. Yeah, like a forget the crazy, just the romance part. Yeah. So there was a couple fashion that actually kind of worked into the dialogue. So. Like about him a little bit early, but uh, when in our uh, breakfast scene, <laughs> yeah, uh, so she comes down and it's more of a kind of silk like uh, fabric than her typical puffier robe, and and she says, "Oh, I got, uh, uh, I went to Victoria's Secret. They had a sale," and then she says to Mr. Sheffield, "I got some other things, but that's my secret." So. That's what I'm saying. All three of these episodes, I felt like were a little bit more flirty and a little yeah. more like that. And then you see Maggie coming down in the <laughs> same robe. She's like, it's buy one, get one free. <laughs> that was cute. And then they're talking about the Victoria's Secret catalogs and like... 
I was like, that feels like a dated thing too. I don't For know. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Or, that's yeah, point. Brighton is like, oh, can I have the catalog? And I was just like, after I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, a dated thing. Well, by way of the internet, uh, yeah. things like catalogs kind of went away. <laughs> and also another thing that's totally gone away is the sort of the frustration about the phone line. Oh, yes. You know, we just yeah. don't have that anymore. And because uh, Val's calling in, he's waiting for a phone call for Osaka. And there's lots of things in the in the episode about uh, that. Do you get free mileage on your long distance? Yeah. And, and that's just something that kids today to sound 150, they, they would not understand <laughs> at all <laughs> because there is yeah. no long distance. Like it's all yeah. part of your plan. And, and there's no call waiting. I mean, yeah. who has a landline? I don't know. Maybe you, I mean, you know. But the call waiting was the worst. I, I was so bad at it. I'd be clicking, clicking, and, and it seemed like it, I don't know. I was terrible at that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, because I remember it was a big deal. If you called long distance, it was, it had to be for something pretty, it had to be for either special occasion. Mm -hmm. or a birthday or something like that because my, my grandparents uh lived in california and so uh from and we were in maryland and so i don't know it just wasn't the everyday thing that you just yeah. now you wouldn't even give it a second thought to call california yeah. from maryland it's just, no and when you even go abroad like when i went to london um two yeah ago you can even now just pay you pay for an international plan and i could call anyone in the u.s without paying for the call yeah. like i paid yeah. my flat fee right exactly <laughs> so, yeah so different another thing i thought was interesting so uh they have a whole scene in the office and she is wearing probably her most iconic one of her most iconic outfits <laughs> that we saw it briefly in the pilot but i don't think i could be wrong but i don't think in the pilot she's wearing the beret no i don't think so i don't think so and mm -hmm. so yeah it's the um it's the black suit with the uh with the leopard, leopard print i think i always get yeah. leopard and cheetah mixed yeah, up i think it's leopard leopard <laughs> print and i thought it was interesting that cc says oh how pc of you uh because it's a faux fur yeah. and i don't know why i was like oh I, was that a thing uh, yeah <laughs> thing it's been going out longer than we thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah. well, it's not PC, it's JC Penny. <laughs> As in Penny. Right. <laughs> yeah. My favorite lines from her easily were one was uh, at the breakfast table where she's just like, So what you're saying is if you have business, I should keep my personnel out of it and not let you and not yeah. uh, and let you go out in that tie. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was good. And then when he leaves, she's like, he's totally going to change that tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there's this, uh, is this, there's that whole, like, hand moving back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throughout the episode. Yeah. yeah. And then in here, what did she say? Oh, and she's like, oh, yeah, um, Cece, I like your outfit, too. She's like, thanks. It's Adolfo. And I was just like, I think it's yeah. oh. and walks away. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. So then we get to meet this brock storm and uh, it was pretty funny i thought that he did not have spell oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. uh, and he's like and andy <laughs> andy doesn't it doesn't make me spell anything in his place yes <laughs> and i thought okay they haven't done a cat's joke yet yeah i was like is this our first andrew lloyd weber joke um, so. of the series yeah because it's like they, they become a staple of, yeah. of maxwell's yeah. repertoire um, yeah. but i was like i think this might have been the first time we get an uh andrew lloyd weber name drop in here <laughs> Yeah, I did also like the line where he says, they've already named a sandwich after him, the Brockverst. And Jeff was like, oh, she's like, he's like, OMG, I've eaten him. He's delicious. <laughs> yes, I liked that line too. <laughs> that was good. And <laughs> so, I don't think, I think today I, I, I totally took that a different way than I would have when I watched it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably the raciest line of the whole episode for me because I just said it a different way. <laughs> and so then she shows up 
uh, in this ridiculous outfit. Uh, this uh, looks like a tube top with this black, it's kind of fluffy. Uh, like, <laughs> it's awesome. And then the black pants. And uh, and he's all he's very excited. Brock's very excited. Well, she had a coat on, right? And she just like she yeah. blams it yeah. off, like I, she just like dramatically yeah. throws it off of herself. I think it's I the thought, same pink coat. Of... Have you all seen? Um, well, I know her also just from like watching concerts. But have you all seen Selena, in the movie? Uh, yes. yes. So it is very reminiscent, actually, of a Selena outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Selena just right. has, like, a little black hat on. And then I, I think it's the uh, same kind of tight pants. But um, in the movie, it's like a beady, beady, bomb bomb montage that, that she wears it. And they don't show it for too long, but that's instantly what I thought of. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like one of the iconic Selena outfits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I yeah, never but, thought of that, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like a crinkly, almost like flowers. They almost look like yeah, flower, yeah. like little midriff halter top. Like I don't know, yeah. not halter, but like a mini crop top. A tube, yeah, a tube top. Well, and so he says that uh, Brock says that he will agree to work with work with them as long as he is one of his three. Missing that he he wants her, his his nanny. And Mr. Sheffield is aghast. <laughs> what does he want with my nanny? I can't believe it. Yeah. And he's like, get someone else to take care of his children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I find the whole idea repulsive. And uh, I also liked that Cece calls her Fren Frenella. <laughs> Frenella. It's like a... <laughs> and then what does Fran call her back when she comes back in? Um... Because I don't oh, know. She, she does another Ella back at Cece, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, that was a great moment. It's also yeah. when like, Cece's like begging him to do it, and Niles walks in and way to play hard to get, sir. He's just like, <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh -huh. And so, <laughs> also, you have uh, the, uh, yeah, you have Niles also. <laughs> He's like, I fell. I fell, sir. I try to walk in. <laughs> and then when he, he's walking back out of the room and like yeah. looks at Cece and it's just like, oh, like starts limping. <laughs> yeah, and Cece says she'll be doing her a favor instead of pimping her out. Oh yeah, and, no, that was so yeah, she's like, Oh, she wanted to do it. And yeah. Niles is like, So what you're saying is you'd be doing her favor instead of saying <laughs> pimping her out. And then and then he feels bad again. Yes, and I, I really also that uh, when, when Mister Shuffle says, "Isn't he the phoniest human being?" and now says, "Does that include Miss Babcock?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and then you also have a cute little scene between uh, well, Maggie's there, Fran and Val, and she says that if you included a bathroom, you could sublet her her uh, closet. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> Yeah. and uh and they uh now uh, says to mr sheffield are you worried that she will have a good time or a bad time <laughs> yeah and that included a racy scene too where she's teaching maggie where to put the perfume <laughs> oh right yeah. she's like right right between the eyes the brain <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very important oh my goodness yeah and of course he's the worst he's awful yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Gross. and uh and so uh you know she's not gonna let him uh mess with her and she says that that guy was only interested in one thing my father was finally right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he says we're not gonna allow him in that play she says, too bad, because now he can hit, really hit those high notes. <laughs> yeah. I like when she's sitting there with, like, the little peanuts and just like, what am I doing? Take this away from me. This it could easily turn into a 10-pound binge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the fashion in this one, you had uh, the, the, the robe at the beginning. Uh, then there was a black suit with leopard oh again we're yeah, gonna talk about that print. so you have uh, and then the tube top mm -hmm. and then the you had a brief scene where she's in jeans with a uh it, it's a colored diamond blouse yeah. with with the black vest 
Yes. And then there's a white robe with a fluffy pink paisleys all over it. That's when they're in the uh, yeah in the bedroom uh, with Val. Out in it. Yeah, and then there's their big ba- bada boom kind of outfit uh, is of course black turtleneck, long yeah. sleeves. <laughs> black shirt and then she has a sparkly multicolored sequined vest yes and uh and then it has sort of colored diamonds on the back and black pantyhose yeah. so it was, pretty, no, I was, it was actually a little bit shocked i was like i was shocked she didn't have a, a dress for the big date you know i was like oh we're still doing the turtleneck and the vest like yeah. and the skirt yeah. i don't know I, I i in my head i was like oh i don't know i would have expected a dress for this big yeah, date you know but they invested in those turtlenecks. They're going to get as much wear. And then they have like a little zinger moment at the end where she's in that red, orange, and green yeah. sweater again. And yeah. I'm like, oh no, the sweater returned. <laughs> that, that sweater has returned. At least it's not the vegetable sweater. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Well, she has another really weird coat in the next episode. <laughs> that I was like, what is that coat? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, so Rachel, that actor, so he was on Days of Our Lives. Oh, that's so and funny. And he was on General Hospital. And the whole thing with the patch. Yeah. His name was Patch on Days of um, Our Lives. Yeah, I was like, oh. he's like an evil twin, like Patch. Yeah. He, he has an evil twin in Days of Our yeah. Lives. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But but yeah, he, he was, was in The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, Days of Our Lives. So he's just been like a perennial I was soap actor. Yeah. He was a fabulous villain on General Hospital for a few years. <laughs> I would probably give this one mm, probably a six as well. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe a five, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. I'll, I'll do five and a half. I would uh, say six and a half just because I like Stephen Nichols, that actor. And he, uh-huh. he, did, he played up the he played up the soap. He was extreme soap. Like, yeah. it, you know. And then he did that well. So for That's that, I'll, I'll jump Even his intro, bit. like his singing is big over the top, like yeah. dramatic acting. Yeah. Well, we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast and talk about our sponsor for this episode, uh, the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And right now we are all trying to think of Mother's Day. It's coming up and trying to think of what we could get the women in our lives and and Larry, I know you live with your grandma. Is that something that's yeah. trying to figure out the perfect gift? <laughs> Certainly. Uh, when you're raised by your grandma, sometimes you have to think double <laughs> for Mother's Day and just trying to think of, of the perfect thing to, to get her this year because mm-hmm. shopping options are limited. Yes. Yes. And uh, staying in touch, it can be difficult especially for people that maybe aren't as technologically savvy as, as some of the other uh, other younger people and uh, the a really easy way to do that is with skylight frames this is a photo frame you can email photos directly to so you don't have to there's no usb there's no there's no complicated process for uploading the photos people can literally be at a site or at a, they can be in quarantine <laughs> they can be anywhere they can take a photo they can email it right to the frame people can be looking and see their photo there so it's a really fun idea and it's a way that you can because my family we have people all over the world my two of my sisters are in england and then i have a brother in portland and a sister in virginia and and so I gave my skylight frame to my parents and it's been really great for them to be able to get those photos from all over the place and, and be able to uh, do that in a really easy way. The whole thing sets up in under 60 seconds uh, that uh, it's, it's really, uh, even for the non-tech savvy, it's very simple and, and it has a touchscreen. It's just very easy to use, 100% satisfaction guarantee if you don't love your skylight frame, they'll offer you a full refund. You can also, if you're giving that as a gift, you could preload it with uh, photos. So it would make a nice like wedding gift or, you know, in this case, Mother's Day gift. You could put like all the grandkids or, or all of 
uh, you know, different kids from different, uh, for different times of their life. And it would just be really, really, really fun. And there's a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark, that's skylightframe.com slash hallmark enter code hallmark. Okay. Our last episode uh, is called the nanny in law. And this whole episode is about uh, Mr. Sheffield's nanny coming to play visit and is played by Cloris Leachman, who's a legend, of course. Uh, you know, Mary Tyler Moore show is where I know her the best. And she was amazing. Uh, but I don't know. What did you think about this episode overall, Larry? So I thought Cloris Leachman was the funniest part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> she had like the best lines to me. I just, I thought she was really funny. Um, yeah, I thought it was, it was a fun episode just because of her, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Colleen? I agree. Um, it wasn't, it was my least favorite of the three this week. Yeah. But I did think she was good on the, she was definitely the highlight. And her accent was very good and <laughs> her looks and the way, you know, the way she was reprimanding Fran and all that stuff. It was good. That was funny. Yeah, this one's not my favorite. I I don't know. I, I guess I just didn't think that many of the jokes really landed. I mean, it, it, there were a lot of things that they kind of put out there, like the relationship between Niles and the nanny. I didn't really think that was very funny. It was just kind of like, okay. Uh, and uh there were a few funny stuff we'll talk about them but this definitely i agree my least it's this is my least favorite of all the ones we've talked about i think is this episode personally Mm -hmm. so far uh but yeah i'm Cloris leachman like i said she's i absolutely love her character in the mary child and marshall she's such a snob but in a really funny way and uh, there there's obviously going to be a clash because she's a traditional nanny who is used to things being done, you know, in a normal way, and uh, and so here Fran with her uh, her different uh, ideas is they're gonna clash, and uh, and I there was I did like the line when <laughs> when they're talking about his uh, his his plays, Mr. Shuffle's plays, and Fran says it's not so little. He lost over a million dollars on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh i loved when she first meets her and fran walks up and is like niles take her jacket she has a sweat mustache oops uh my mistake (laughs) (laughs) yes i also think it's funny that they threw in a little thing that evidently cc's sister is named bb oh that was funny (laughs) and then her mom is like dd or something yeah like (laughs) 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 and uh, and then uh, the there's there's a uh, starts out with a breakfast scene where uh, where Fran is kind of scolded by a nanny nanny Mueller about you know that in in my day the the nanny ate in the in the with the other servants and some of the other things and I just the best part about this whole episode to me was when. <laughs> when Fran is in the kitchen singing in my own little corner (laughs) from Cinderella. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) And she tells, she tells uh, that, uh, you know, my people invented guilt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Did you guys like the, the Niles and the nanny thing more than me? No, I, thought it was creepy yeah <laughs> it was just kind of like eh. i don't know especially it's like how much older is she if she was 30 or whatever i don't know it was like yeah okay she's gotta be in her 90s now or late 80s now so yeah. i don't know how old he is um no but yeah even in well, their characters because he was talking about like oh the nanny and the butler's son and I was just yeah. like, oh, I yeah. don't know. It was, a, it was a weird dynamic right off the bat. Yeah. And like, it, eh. She said that, oh, I was 30 or something like yeah. that, I think, when they were upstairs. Uh, and <clears throat> there's a pretty, pretty famous line in this episode where uh, she, for Frances that uh, uh, about the fat bear that can't even get through the doorway every time he has a decent <laughs> meal. And 
<laughs> and who in his right mind calls a boy Winnie, let alone the poo. <laughs> Far be it from me to poo the poo. Yeah. The poo. That was good. That yeah, was the whole Winnie the Pooh thing I thought was funny. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did, I also kind of loved how Cece just loved Manny Mueller so much. <laughs> it's just like, you're just like my nanny. <laughs> like at the end where she's just like a psychic guard. Mueller's just like, okay, okay. Like and shoves her away. She's like, get off me. Okay. <laughs> Well, and she so she puts the kids in the, the the nautical <laughs> uniforms or whatever, and and, and Francis, well, looky here, look what we got here. It's the Von Sapp family. <laughs> that was funny. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget who says it. This has never come between a man and his nanny. I forget if that was Niles it's or one of the one of the nannies that she. Oh yeah. To, like in their little park group. Yeah, that was weird. Oh yeah. That that was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she's like oh they want me to wear a uniform and they all open up their jackets yeah. and their uniform well, and the one is like i found jeffrey with the or whatever with <laughs> and and friends like can we can we make it about me this time like what yeah. yeah that i do love though i think she had it on just briefly but i loved how she looked in that pink coat in this episode yeah I, I thought her I hair Oh, her hair looked amazing in that scene. I loved the coat, this bright pink trench coat. Yeah, that I, was I loved other. it. I was the, like, yes. Yeah. I mean, that coat, it, the color's a little crazy still, but I that coat is timeless. I have a black trench coat I wear. I mean, now. Yeah. I love trench coats. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Any I thought coat. that was like one of her more fashionable moments. I was just yeah. like, oh, wow, she looks great here. Yeah. Yeah, and then at a point, uh, so Mr. Sheffield is going to tell Nanny Mueller to leave, and Nanny Mueller's like, I remember that time I saved your life pulling you out of the river or whatever. (laughs) Breathing (laughs) life back into your lungs. (laughs) Yes, and so, yeah, and then finally she does leave, and she they kind of make up her and Fran, and uh, that's kind of the the end of the... (laughs) Yeah, so. oh, can i can stay not a chance <laughs> not a chance uh, and you also see fran in a sexy nanny oh, we yeah. see her in the unsexy nanny <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah it starts out as far as the fashion starts out she's got white turtleneck black jacket with white edging and then this bizarre like <clears throat> white like image people. of a child or something like there's like, lot. There's like two, yeah two kids or people on her shirt it just, her. It, they look like uh paper cut out people like yeah, paper yeah. dolls like it reminds me so weird <laughs> it that was the weird one of the like creepy images in in that in movie us you know well, like yeah <laughs> i mean it is like that it is it was a weird jacket it was, like, it was what the same designer that? who designed the fruit vest or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was creepy i'm like what is this weird jacket she had a red skirt on and that and then then there's uh, her next outfit was a gold vest with, a, with that same lacy white shirt sure. and a, a kind of a bronzy colored skirt and then she had green nylons on yes <laughs> like, oh, no. oh. um and then the pink coat yeah. uh, she had like purple gloves and a black turtleneck in there and then there was the nanny uniform and then there was a pink robe with like fluffy flowers kind of on it yeah and uh and then the sexy nanny uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and then with her big like i'll be back i gotta take this off and he's like oh do you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah they they're doing a pretty good job of kind of setting those little kind of building up that tension that's sexual like so jealous in the last episode him like waiting up for her and all that yeah now now we're getting these little moments or (laughs) yeah when they're having like the discussion about like oh no he picked me up off the street and he's like oh no i tried her out for the weekend first yeah with nanny mueller right when she looks at gracie and it's just like yeah or uh maggie and she's like are you going on the stage dear and she's like no so she's like then there's no need to be made up like this like (laughs) that is true her face they do keep throwing in little hints about the eddie yeah Yeah. i think all three (laughs) of these episodes they've said something whether it's on the phone or 
or something. So I guess this I is don't a, remember if we see Eddie again. I don't think we do. I think it's just in the two episodes. But they 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 try to make it seem like this was a long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, yeah. at fourteen. I mean, yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I I liked the moments of nanny mueller like running around like reprimanding people that was like my favorite parts of this episode of, of her little quips to random yeah. people throughout yeah so i would probably give this one i don't know i just most of it fell flat for me uh i'd probably give it like a 4.5 yeah i was thinking like a five mm-hmm. i was thinking like a four yeah definitely not a fan <laughs> <laughs> So this was a this was a, maybe more of the the this this three set wasn't our favorite, but yeah. you know you win some you lose some, uh, but <laughs> we certainly had a lot of fashion to, to yeah. yes. go around though. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so let us know your thoughts about these three episodes, and also your thoughts about the the departure of nylons pantyhose from fashion do you agree with colleen and i oh and did anyone watch ever happened (laughs) (laughs) and then of course did anybody watch that uh table reading that they did yes what were your thoughts on that did you did you like that let us know we'd love to hear your thoughts and we are working on getting this as a standalone series i just talked to our advertiser people and everything this week so but for now it's on the hallmarkies podcast so uh could you check that out and also if you can share it with uh you know with your friends and fellow nanny fans we would be so grateful uh also if you can put in your reviews if you're listening on itunes that helps us out so much and if you're listening on youtube give us a thumbs up subscribe to the channel and we just got over a thousand subscribers so for hallmarkies podcast youtube so yay and uh and then we also have our patron group which is so important right now and so great and we also have our merch store which is so exciting and so larry uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your merch <laughs> and also you can tell us where people yeah. can find you yeah so um i just uploaded a video last week on my channel lc screen talk on youtube and uh also put up pictures on my instagram and twitter which are both lc screen talk as well of the shirt i bought the fran cast i decided that i thought red was an appropriate color because you get to select your color if you've never been over there and yeah i love it i think the design really pops against the Read personally yeah oh, i'm so glad uh yeah and this artist art artist jessica miller designed the the logo which i love it that so much great. and <laughs> it's so cute yeah and uh and so colleen where can people find you i am on instagram and twitter at lele44094 l-e-l-e-44094 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on rotten tomatoes so please check out all of that and uh, again give us your feedback we would love to hear it and uh, thanks so much you guys and we'll talk again next week bye everybody bye, bye. bye. bye.